Hello, dear viewer, dear listener. Welcome to Mohobe Nuggets of Wisdom podcast. I'm the host of this show. Uh, my name is Mumpulukiliruma uh, Mohobe. I make it my business to invite entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs of all stripes. They come here and they share their life stories and they uh, share experiential knowledge. So do make it a point to subscribe to this channel. Hello, sir. Hi, how are you? I'm all right. Yeah. Are you good? I'm very well. I'm very yeah. well. Hello, dear VOD listener. My guest is uh, Mr. Godson Tsipitile. Welcome to... Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, Thank you for having me. You're a filmmaker and you are a movie maker. Yeah. Is there a difference between film and movies? Uh, film and movies is one thing. Yes. But film and tele TV, it's two different things. Okay. Yeah. So there's the film industry, there's the TV industry. Okay. Yeah. Would you like to uh, explain to the viewer who exactly you are and what you do? I always want my guests to be the ones who give us goods on their background. True. Uh, my name is Godson, like you had said. I'm a filmmaker. Uh, I'm an avid art lover. So I've been doing everything art from drawing to uh, singing or managing artists. And mm -hmm. finally, I found my foot in film. So I'm just a, I'm just a filmmaker. So I like everything film. I like everything TV. I just like creating imaginations. That's just mm -hmm. who I am. My idea of a filmmaker is somebody like Steven Spielberg, or somebody of that size. You know, true. Uh, Those are the there's a guy called Cameron as well. Yeah. Those are the, the Titanic. True. Do you see yourself going going to those <laughs> levels one day? I, I I just see an Oscar in the next five years. So mm -hmm. that's where I'm going because we have. In Botswana, we have really amazing stories that haven't been tapped into. Mm. So I feel we still have uh, a very competitive advantage in as far as going that far is concerned. Okay. Yeah. You talk, we, we, when we prepare preparing for the show, you talked about the importance of taking a jump, taking a start. True. Using your life as an experience, tell us about that. Yeah. So uh, I've, I haven't always been uh, a filmmaker. So I started my career elsewhere. I started my career in the music industry. And then I, I actually gave up on everything and started, because uh, I had studied psychology. Mm -hmm. So I went ahead and tried to use my psychology degree. But over time... How long were I, you studying psychology? Uh, I studied psychology for five years in UB. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that when you have that bug that's always saying create, create, I ended up just going to do my postgrad in film with after. Mm -hmm. And then I just took that leap of faith. Mm -hmm. I had, after my psychology degree, I have a nine to five. Mm. I, I believe it wasn't a bad paying job, but it wasn't just for me because I just you wanted. I was with a certain bank. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was with a certain bank here in, in Khaboro and I was doing customer experience. And then I just realized that now nah, this is not for me. My calling is with the arts. So then I just took a jump, quit everything. I didn't plan on quitting, I just quit and then just told myself that I'm going to start being a filmmaker. How long have you been a filmmaker? I've been, a, I started uh, filmmaking from 2015, so I was learning then, 2016 I was still learning. And then I think I got my first break in 2017 when I really now uh, went into the film industry. Okay. Yeah. You, it's important to create your value. What value uh, should we be creating generally as, as, as an, uh, entrepreneurs and specifically as filmmakers? Yeah. True. How do you assess and how do you quantify that value? That value, yeah. So uh, when, when you say you're a filmmaker, people would expect you to have a film out, which is not actually the case in Botswana. But for the reasons that creating films is expensive, but you still need to create your value in the industry. So what I've gotten to realize over the years is that 
uh, I'm as good as my last job. And my last job is always what I do for the client. So most of the time I'll tell the client this is what I've done. But for us to move forward, let me create something for you. So mm. that's how I've been able to create my value over the years. I haven't been, uh, I don't go to a client and say, I'm a filmmaker, this is what I do. So uh, give me your money. Mm. I create that value for the client. I give the client the value. And then the client will tell me, this is, I just give the client what they never had before. So, so do you let I your work speak for you then? I let my work speak for me. And yeah. how has it worked out so far? It has, it has. I, I, I've been in, 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 in different tables that I didn't expect I would be mm. when I was obviously studying psychology. Uh, I've been, I've been with, with a couple of, even outside of Botswana, I've done works in, in Tanzania, I've done works in Zambia, and all the time it has been my job speaking for me. So, and yeah. where is your main focus? What sort of films are you shooting? Uh, what I realized is that I had a film last year that made, made it to the cinema, to a sold out cinema. But what I then realized was Which that, one was that it was called The Bat. Mm -hmm. So I produced, uh, me and a couple of my, my friends. B-A-T. B-A-T, The Bat. Okay. Yeah. So we definitely just came together and created a really wonderful film. Mm -hmm. But then after we created the film, we also realized that the film could compete in the international space. But yeah, we opened it to a lot of competition. So now I narrowed my focus to create our stories. Mm. So the African stories, the Tswana story, because over the years I also realized that we don't have Tswana stories uh, mm. taken outside. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes I fantasize about having the stories of Bodimo. Those stories we were told as children. Mm. I, I wonder whether those can translate to film. They can, they can. I mean, we, we have great stories. Uh, we have the stories of Lentwana Baratani, we, we, we have really great so Kokomudumo, we, mm. we really, Bodimo is like our Shrek, Matsyeng. Mm. So we have this really great stories. We also have those totems in Botswana where you see here the stories do about. Have, do we have elders still around to tell these stories? Are they still available? Uh, some of the stories were documented so we, we can still get those stories and expand them, add a bit of our imaginations to them, add obviously the modern day technology and just take them out to the world because those are the stories that are, you can't find them anywhere. So that's just my, our competitive advantage. It's important in any situation to identify your strengths. And you and I agree that you have to know your strong points. True. Um, can you unpack that for us? Yeah. So I'll just give an example of uh, my life journey. So uh, when I got into the film industry, uh, obviously having been to a film school, get to experience cameras, you get to experience writing, producing, and a, lot, a whole lot of uh, different things around film. But what I got to realize, I was always great at, at, at content producing, mm -hmm. uh, writing, but I know that people who are really strong at writing, but I also have that strength in writing. And what I realized was to give away the cameras and just uh, put my focus into writing, into content producing, and just to let people who can really use the cameras use the cameras. So that's just how I sort of found my niche in the space. It also helps with with uh, finding collaborations, isn't it? So that you are not uh, you are not looking inward. True. You collaborate with others. Yeah, because when you are doing when you are doing uh, everything alone, it sort of I, I think it, it it brings down your value. So when I get someone who's really good at at uh, using the cameras, I get that person. When I get someone who's good at sound, I let them to create sound. If I'm good at directing, I just uh, concentrate on directing and producing. 
so everyone brings us from points and then that's just how we can uh, be able to compete in the market knowing your strength um just carrying on with your con uh, conversation I, yeah. I i want us to uh, touch on the subject of um the idea of not being swayed yeah the idea of not being distracted and the idea of sticking to your game plan yeah can you speak to that and, and help the viewer also um, understand how to go about that yeah so when it comes to sticking to uh my one thing which uh, i have defined my one thing to be film uh, i've realized that it came out really when i did a lot of self-introspection during the lockdown period so I realized that there was just a lot of panic. The first few weeks, there was just a lot of panic. I also panicked, but I just, uh, I mean, I, I just looked at it that what do I really want to do with my life going mm. forward? Mm. And then I just decided that from now going forward, I'm just going to be known for, for being a storyteller. Mm. So I, I did stick to my ground in as far as I didn't get let uh, the, the COVID panic just sway me off. Mm. So I, I, I just defined what I really wanted to do with my life, mm. which is just to be a storyteller, a filmmaker, and making more films. Mm. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. So often you, you, you are tempted to do something to say, look, an, an additional side hassle, and people talk of multiple streams of income. How do you ensure that you stick to your path and not get distracted? Uh, especially when times are hard. Yeah. So over the years, what I've also gotten to realize is that uh, multiple streams of income, it, 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 it's a good thing to bank on other things. Mm. But with me, I think it's because I was so passionate into film that I started a couple of businesses on the side just to help me pay for the bills, uh, take my kids to school and all. But what, what I also realized, my businesses suffered because mm. I didn't give them enough attention as I, I was giving all my love to film. Mm. So that's one thing I, I'm just in the ropes of learning also, not just as a filmmaker, but as a business person, just to get the right partners that can, yeah. if I'm investing elsewhere, they can run with the business. People that are really passionate in that mm. industry, then I can just stick to and stay to my lane. Yeah. yeah. I've read somewhere, moving to the next point, that, you know, the real difference between multi-billionaires and millionaires is that multi-billionaires say no more often yeah <laughs> i noticed that one of your your uh, you know your key points is to to learn and to discipline yourself to say no and not to be afraid about it true can you speak to that a bit more? <laughs> what, what, what i also realized just being a filmmaker and owning cameras and everything people are always expecting you to shoot like when there's a wedding at home they'll ask where's the camera mm. uh when my wife wants to do anything, where's the camera? There's always that, where's the camera? Mm. So what I what what I've gotten to realize is that no, I'm just gonna distance myself from the camera. Mm. So I came up with where it's either I know I'm adding when I I take my cameras off the studio, mm. it's either I'm adding value to the company through either servicing a new client or trying to solicit a new client mm. or it's paid for. Mm. So that's where I gotten to really know when to say no. So um, even when I see that the job is not up to uh, my value that I want, mm -hmm. I don't shy away from saying no, because I know every job you do comes with a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. So the stress has to be worth what you're investing in, and as mm -hmm. far as your skills, uh, your intellect and everything. Mm -hmm. So that's how I've been able to say my no over the time. Okay. Now, talking about making films specifically, yeah. 
uh, you often read about sticking to your why. Yeah. What would you say is your why? What is the big motivating why? And why is it you believe that it's necessary for us if we are to be successful to stick to our why? Yeah. You really need to know why you started doing what you are doing. Mm. With me, I had my goals in as far as what I wanted to do in film. I wanted to tell not only tell Joanna stories but also profit from the Joanna stories so I can I can benefit my family and those around me. So my why has always been to tell unique stories mm. and profit from them. But at the same time, really uh, being able to compete in the international mm. space. So everything I do, I always try to make sure that it takes me a step closer to my why. So my why is just to tell our unique China stories. Yeah. I want us to talk about the importance of uh, not stopping to learn, to keep learning. But before I do, let me just... Uh, tease you a little bit, but you ask him who has a, who who are your favorite filmmakers and why? Yeah. <laughs> so I have uh, my favorites around the world, but I've narrowed it down mostly to South Africa. Mm. So I have uh, the people that I look up to now is uh, one of my mentors, Vincent Muloi. He's in South Africa. He's a really wonderful uh, film producer. Also look out look look out to Karasoli Dira, uh, there's a guy in Zambia, he's called Fred Peary. I looked up to other people like Yotaba Mule, uh, these are guys that are really shaking the South African film space. And most of them always try just to reach out to them. See, what movies have they made? Who made Toti? Is it one of them? Uh, no, no, Toti, no, it's, it's not one of the Toti. Mm. Yeah, I, I try to look at those that tell, I mean, the current storytellers people I can reach out to and we can see how to always work together also. So where, 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 do, where does one find their work? Uh, Vincent is on Netflix. All of them are on Netflix and Sansi Magic. Uh, mm -hmm. One of them has done Gomorra. Mm -hmm. uh, Vincent has done Jovijo on, on uh, it's on Netflix now. It is on SABC One. So th those are the people I always try to reach out to and have had meetings with, with some of them. So when, yeah. how soon are we going to see... Uh, Got some featured on Netflix. <laughs> uh, I'm re my my plan and my goal is towards end of this year. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to release my what I call that unique China film that uh, I doubt even people in South Africa can create such a story. I'm looking into creating such a film by end of year. So what I'm doing right now is just to try to get funding behind the film before we take it to the market. Talk a bit more about not stopping to learn, continuous learning. True, you need to learn. Uh, as much as I had studied film, there's always what happens in the industry. So I need to learn from those that came before me and those that are coming after us. Because they always, I mean, these kids these days always bring new skills to the game. Uh, but they can control three cameras alone. So those are the things that we need to know. How are they doing these things so that we're always... I learn mostly through my partnerships. Mm. So I have different partnerships from the older generation and those that are coming. That's mm. just how I learn from both, from all of them at once. When you say kids controlling three cameras alone, our cameraman <laughs> shoots yeah. three cameras and is alone. So mm. it's already happening. True. That's yeah. what they do. That's mm. what they do. They have found ways to even vision mix and stuff like mm. that. Yeah. Okay. Now, there's an question of mentorship and reaching out to those who inspire you yeah. 
Um, how does that feature in your life? Can you give examples? True. Uh, what, I've, what, I've, what I've done over the years is uh, I always try to reach out to opportunities. And then uh, right now I have, I have a new mentor who's just a, a mentoring me in as far as business is concerned. Mm. So I will reach out to when I it's through the venture capital for Africa. So I have a mentor there mm. uh, who who's just teaching me how to go around in as far as it's called Anathrem. Mm. So I, I just reach out to him for I need communicate help. How on Skype. We right now we've been Zoom. doing Zoom calls, mm. but uh, we the plan is now to start having physical meetings because he's in Botswana. Yeah. yeah. But I also reach out to. Most of the jobs I've gotten over the years, even having done work since Zambia, was through reaching out to people to say, I really like what you do, but this is what I can do. And most of the time people say, oh, I like what you do. Can we then work together? Mm. That's just how I try to. I've often said to my mentees that it's important for them to add value. Yeah. So how, as a mentee, do you add value to your mentor? Yeah. <laughs> so my current mentor, we've been, uh, we've had three calls now. Uh, but he's just been really interested in film. Mm. And uh, I mean, he has other avenues that he told me about to say, I can add you to my network. Mm. So you can always pitch to different people and as far as funding for your project is concerned. Mm. But also, I also told him how the industry works, just to open it up to him to say, this is how it works. If you want to invest in it also, you can see how to invest in it. Mm. So I also open that up while I'm still trying to learn from him also, okay. yeah. In other words, the idea of engaging in bigger partnerships yeah. with him, yeah. True. Let's talk about dream. I mean, going beyond the famous uh, speech by Dr. Martin Luther King. I have a dream, yeah. <laughs> um, in your life, what role is dreaming playing and how do you actually go about executing on your dream? Yeah. I think with me being obviously a writer, a creative person, I, I daydream a lot. Mm. I daydream to a point where I've, I now have my Oscar speech ready. And the biggest thing I'm doing That's is very now, ambitious. now is mark, to, the, mark those words, <laughs> dear listener. True. He already has an Oscar, Oscar speech, speech ready. ready. So I'm That's walking wonderful. towards that now. Yeah, yeah. All of the other wins, they're good wins, but I'm walking towards having to deliver my Oscar speech. Mm. Yeah, in the next five years. Wonderful, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. And to get there, you probably have to produce quite a number of good, good movies. Quite a number of very good movies, and not to even back down in as far as quality is concerned, mm. and as far as obviously the team. Tell me these was. movies. Do you have a lot of local talent as actors and actresses? There's a lot. I mean, right now we have a couple of schools that are teaching acting. Uh, we have a couple of guys that there's a friend of mine called Kabotimela. He was on Movango. He's mm. Kimotswana. He also has uh, a film, not a film school, but just an acting classes where he teaches different people in terms of acting, presenting, and mm. the like. So there's just a lot of untapped uh, mm. talent in the market right now. We just waiting for the platforms to open up. Mm. But Zona will very be very surprised how much talent we have locally. Wonderful, yeah. great stuff. Um, I think people now that we've covered the the points that you wanted us to focus on will be looking to you to inspire them, to motivate them. So as you part company, is there one or two uh, things you want to share with the viewer mm. that, you know, take away if you like, something, yeah. something significant yeah. you want to leave them with? So my, my biggest motto has always been start. Just start. 
and then after you start keep going mm-hmm. you know have your plan obviously it, it's not every day that you wake up and say i'm gonna do abc and then it just flows but have your patience when you're working working towards that plan mm-hmm. and you'll meet very ambitious and insp- i mean other inspired people along the way just see how best to work with other people mm-hmm. and have clear visions of why you're working together and what you're trying to achieve and just keep going the biggest thing is to start and keep going this has been my biggest motto wonderful yeah now how do the viewers reach you and uh, what service i think what you have to explain is the exact services you can offer yeah our viewers and how they can contact you true so i run a, a, a film production company called isaho what you do at isaho isaho creatives so what you do at Isaho, we do both long-form programming, which is your, 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 your films and documentaries, but we also do short-form programming for clients, which is your TV commercials, your ad works, your events, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and I mean, people can always see most of the amazing work we do uh, on, on YouTube, where Isaho Creatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Facebook, is just my personal profile that I put most of my stuff on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. And then... Uh Obviously, they would want to know where you're, where to reach you physically. Is there an office? Yep. So right now, because of uh, after just after the lockdown, we've just been working from home. Mm-hmm. But we have different studios we work with when we want to obviously do a mm-hmm. couple of works. Yeah. But with film, we're always on the field. So okay. we work on the field full time. Yeah. Well, it remains for me to tell you, Godson, that I'm highly inspired by what yeah. you just said. As a person who's committed to promoting entrepreneurship, I find what you have to share being very, very powerful. And to the viewer there, I'm sure that they can see that if you can do it, they also can be inspired to to pursue their dreams. So I want to acknowledge you and thank you so much for uh, accepting our invitation to come to our show. Thank you very much, sir. I'm really honored to be here. It's a pleasure. Thank you, sir.